Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we assemble to explore the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. In this, our sixth season, we are looking at the Avengers. I'm Andy Nelson from the Next Real Film Podcast. And I'm Pete Wright, star of the Avengers. <laughs> Today we're talking about Minute 139, which begins with the two suit construction supervisors and ends with New York unit medic scheduling Richard Faligara. Back on the show, Tommy Metz III. Hello, Tommy. Hey, guys. Thank you for having me. This is the minute I really wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Not yesterday, after all. Right. Uh, minute 139. We're plowing through these credits. Um, in today's minute, we're going to be continuing with uh, suit construction, and then we get into specialty costumes and specialty costumes and makeup effects, transportation and catering. Uh, then we have the section, I don't even know really what it is, but it's cast training slash dialect coach slash stunt assistant slash production safety specialist slash medic. I don't know. Um, it's just hodgepodge. people who are keeping people. Yeah. yeah. Then we get into second unit. And this is where like the rest of our minute goes because we have our second unit. Then we have our Ohio unit. Then we have the second unit, Ohio slash Pennsylvania unit. And then we start our New York unit. All those different areas that they've been filming in. So, um, yeah, that's that's the basic uh, structure of our credits today. We each, again, picked a person to talk about or people. And since you both have started, I guess I will kick things off today uh, with my choice from this minute. Excellent. I picked Meriwether Nichols. Meriwether Nichols is in our credits. Uh, she worked in the costume department for this particular film. And, uh, you know, I I guess specifically I wanted to kind of latch onto her because uh, working second unit, um, I, I think that the second unit people, they often have roles that are as big and as prominent as some of the key roles, but specifically um, because they're only working in one particular area, and in this particular case, she's out of New Mexico, so she was working when they were filming there, um, she's not really, uh, she doesn't get to be credited as high. So she's the key costumer specifically for New Mexico. She's been working in costumes since 1995 when she, as, on, as it says in her bio, when she earned her first film credit as a student at FIT in New York. She then went on to design custom clothing and accessories for several years and then went into film full time. Uh, she has a degree from the Fashion Institute of Technology in Washington and Lee University as well. She's from Tennessee, currently based in New Mexico. And, uh, you know, she's one of these people who, because New Mexico has become such a prominent place of production, uh, she's just one of these people. I don't think I knew that. <laughs> really? New Mexico, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. she's, she has been uh, very, very busy doing a lot of stuff there and you know on a lot of things i mean she her first key costuming job fantastic movie hustle and flow oh yeah oh wow right hard out yeah. there for a pimp yeah hard <laughs> out there for a pimp exactly <laughs> what was it in the oscars uh that uh that i always remember because that was uh john stewart hosting and he's just like just for the record the three chain uh, mafia three chain mafia one Martin Scorsese zero. <laughs> <laughs> Is the uh, general point of I've obviously never well I've worked on things that had second units, but it's the point that you can have two separate teams working at the same time, right? That you're not having to make one person. Is that correct? 
Yeah, it's really because... Or at least get preparation at the same time. They can be filming at the same time, too, because they're doing a lot of stuff that doesn't necessarily require the director to be there because you're not using all of your stars and everything. Right. A lot of the second unit in New Mexico was probably the running around of the base at the very beginning, Project Pegasus, where you just have a lot of S.H.I.E.L.D. agents running through as the place is being blown up and falling apart. And uh, don't forget Clark Gregg trying to climb stairs. Clark Gregg. Well, but the second unit director probably or the second unit team probably was not involved in the specific stuff with Clark Clark Gregg. Clark Gregg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so all of the shield agents, when they're running around, uh, she probably would have been the key costumer for them. And, uh, what else was filmed there? We had our Russians, uh, filmed there, I believe. And all the stuff on the, the deck of the helicarrier, again, was filmed actually just at an airport in uh, an abandoned airport in New Mexico. And then they just, uh, CG'd it to look like it was a helicarrier deck. So all of those people running around there also would have been somebody she would have been dealing with. Cool. Um, are you done? <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> okay. And I'm spent. But but I <laughs> the re- I, I'd like to everybody <laughs> segue to me. Okay, can we segue this to is me? Like an a- Look, AI conversation. <laughs> are you done? <laughs> <laughs> Have you completed speaking? But the reason I the reason I I want a hard pivot to me is because I also have a second unit and it's full of questions for you uh, both. I, I I wanted to introduce you to. Well, I'll do that later. My pick is Judy Townsend, who is a script supervisor, as listed in the credits, uh, and listed as script and continuity department in IMDb, but second unit. And I, I want to know what the script supervisor is doing on the second unit. What does that role look like? Well, I mean, Tommy, do you want to talk specifically about like the job of the script supervisor? Script supervisor generally uh, sits in Video Village next to the director, and they are watching to make sure that two things, uh, for as far as continuity, that act, if an actor is putting, like picking up a glass on a certain line and putting it down somewhere else, that has to be the same or relatively the same cut after cut, or else it'll have trouble editing. Things uh, that we, we, that's happened to me, like if you miss something, and someone puts the whiskey bottle down on the other side of the desk, you now have to choose. Like, half of your takes are now gone. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to decide where the whiskey is going to go. And then also, they are in charge of taking notes for the editor of, this is who's speaking, this is who's doing this kind of take, who's talking off screen, uh, and then making sure that the actual lines are being said. Did any of that work? Well, yeah, like uh, like if they say a line, like if there's a scripted line, like "Hey, how you doing today, buddy?" and they say, "Hey, how you doing today, pal?" Like they'll make a note. Oh, they said "pal" on this take, and and if you ever look at like the script supervisor's notes that they submit after the movie, I mean, it's crazy because they'll have the whole page marked up with how many takes the take went from this line to this line. They said this on this take. Like it's it's amazing how little, much like, detail. Squiggles and it'll yeah. be like. Off screen, on screen, off screen, off wow. screen. It's like a, it's like calligraphy. It's really yeah. cool. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of translation. But for second unit, my interpretation would be that I mean, there still is a lot of stuff happening, and so you know, the second unit is going to be shooting stuff like just 
talking specifically to Project Pegasus when the whole place is starting to blow up. Like when we have a shot of the helicopter coming in to land and we've got all the shield agents running through and the vehicles driving through, like they're going to be making notes. Okay, the vehicle passed at this point and then this group went this way. And anything that changes, they're always going to be making notes of that. Like this particular person fell down on the take or whatever, you know. And so all of that stuff is stuff that that script supervisor is going to be tracking uh, to make sure that, you know, even in scenes that don't have the dialogue, they still need to be tracking all the action and make sure things are going the way that they're planning them to. I cannot stress how bad I would be at that job. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> It's hard. Like, Uh, I've done it on just some small things before. And just like the amount of things you have to be paying attention to, like it just because then somebody's going to ask, oh, did did we change the time on that one? Oh, I don't know if we actually went back to change the clock for that. job. Oh, my God. Well, they're also backup for big scenes of people running around and stuff. They can also be good backup for the first assistant director in making sure that the same background actors are not. In this, you know, if we're, if we're looking this way, you can't have the guy with the mustache. And then when we see the other side of the world, the guy with the mustache can't be there. Wow. Also, so there's just, it's keeping track. That of, is dizzying. Yeah. Just dizzying. Well, this is another one of those roles that I find interesting, given your comment the other day, Tommy, about how, like, it, it's, it, you know, it's hard to move from first AD to director. Um, Judy has been a script su- supervisor 58 times uh, wow. in, in the, and that seems like, a, when does, at what point does the script supervisor's brain just turn to potatoes? Because that seems yeah, right. really rough. But we've talked about a couple of other films that, that uh, uh, Judy has worked on. Um, we talked about uh, Piranha 3D is one of those in the list. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was a hit. Um, and let's see, Sicario, we haven't talked about, but a, a good movie. <gasps> but I mean, I since 1988 with Side Roads, Judy started uh, doing uh, this particular bit of work and has some just incredible credits, um, script supervising credits. So I think that's I just thought that was really interesting as a sidebar. I did mention I wanted to bring up Joe and Joey, my pals Joe and Joey. Oh, yeah. Only because they're listed on the credit scroll as Joe Bacharka and Joey Bacharka um, oh. together, separated by a bullet. And um, they are listed as electricians. And Joey Bacharka is in IMDb. And uh, Joe Bacharka is not. There are there are apparently two Bacharkas, and I wondered if they're father and son or brothers or oh, I was wondering how weird, could this possibly be right, right? Because they are listed. It's not like you know. I want you to list my name, but also list my nickname, Joey. Full you know, <laughs> like that would be very very strange. Uh, and I think Although they might kudos, be father and kudos son. Kudos if they manage to pull that off. <laughs> I, as far as I can as I can find, uh, there there are two, but they. I think they just go by both of them, Joe now, on the internet and. Uh, it makes it very confusing to f- to figure out who's who. So I've been like looking at photos. Wow. They kind of look the same and the photos are very old. So I don't know. <laughs> but Joe and Joey, I think the only other thing I was told I have to say today is that, yes, this is the minute where I am represented. Peter Wright is the special <laughs> effects art department. Right, right, Peter uh, Wright. Right, right, Peter Wright. And uh, Peter has worked on, uh, in addition to the Avengers, Requiem for a Dream. That's on our list. <gasps> of hey. My favorite. Wait, what was his fun. position again? Art, art department uh, in Requiem for a Dream. Um, Europa Report, The Dead Don't Die, 
And then a lot more of the small screen stuff. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Punisher, Dickinson. So we're moving over to Apple TV stuff now. So it feels like he's he's a production house guy and and is um, on a lot of those. But I, you know, I was told... I was informed by the the uh, producers that I needed to mention Peter Wright is in this movie. If you met him in the flesh, would like the world end? Yeah, is that how that uh, works? That's 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 the singularity. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm going to make that happen because <laughs> I need a nap. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's uh, so funny. That's awesome. My turn. Yeah. Yes. All right. Minute one thirty nine. I picked. Someone from the second unit, a young man by the name of Ian Lightfoot Simon. He was a production assistant for the second unit under UPM Patty Cullen. I uh, did a little dive. He's been a production assistant on such films as Hell or High Water, The Founder. And he's also, he seems to go back and forth between being a production assistant and then a first or second assistant director. Uh, he's a first assistant director on a number of films, including the upcoming Christmas Actually, starring the always delightful Malin Ackerman. And why I'm bringing up Ian is because way back in 2018, he was one of the two first and assistant directors of a tiny film called 30 Nights of Sex to Save Your Marriage. Wow! Uh, Ian was was with us for the entire production of Mandy and I and Johnny's movie. So yeah, it's cool to see him bouncing around and moving up. That's from production really cool. He seems to sort of go back and forth. But uh, yeah, that's exciting. And he has seems to uh, be now on a full path of just being a first assistant director. So that's a step up, which is great. That is awesome. Congratulations, Ian. He was wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. It, it is fun to kind of see like the people who are like kind of moving up and, and working to kind of get those bigger and bigger jobs and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, Because it takes a lot of work. I mean, you spend a lot of time on a lot of sets to do that. And not everybody successfully does that. So, right. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic. Well, um, I don't know if we have anything else to talk about with this particular minute. Any last thoughts from anyone? I feel like we kind of covered it. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Love doing second unit stuff. Mm, Second unit. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what's what's funny about that is like Meriwether Nichols, Judy Townsend, I don't know about Ian Simon, but maybe because we're talking second unit, they likely have all been working together, at least in the same community out in New Mexico. So yeah, right. again, Tommy, New Mexico, quite the place. Quite the place. I'm hearing more and more about it. <laughs> all right. Well, let's wrap up today's minute, minute 139. We will be back tomorrow again with Tommy, closing it out and closing out his uh, run on this season <laughs> with minute 140. So, Tommy, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. See you tomorrow. And Pete, thanks as always. I'm talking about a suit. (laughs) Till next time, true believers. Marvel Movie Minute is a production of True Story FM, engineering by Andy Nelson. This season's music is Message to the World by Anthony Vega, and this season's show art is by Winston Yabo. Find the show at truestory.fm. If your podcast app allows ratings and reviews, please consider doing that for our show. <laughs>